0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a toddler son and a daughter who's a full-blown kid.
1: And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life
0: after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother. Huh, two-year-olds are emotional, aren't they? Plus, Biz is stuck on a Band-Aid, and Teresa lays it on thick. with. Sunscreen. Woo!
1: Hi, Teresa. Hi, Biz. Welcome back. Thank
0: you. Thank you. I was in Alabama for a while. How was that? It was really good. Oh my god! I it, overall it was really That's good, but great. I'll, I'll save that. I want to know how you oh, are because I okay.
1: haven't seen you. And we're back here. I'm fine. I mean, it's summer, which <laughs> is just it just means sunscreen, mm. which um is. Like, actually, probably um, inaccurate, because (laughs) uh, we live in L.A., Uh, and it's sunny, like, most of the year, and my kids and I should probably be wearing sunscreen every Every day, day. anyhow. But, no, summer's (laughs) the only time I get around to that, and um, I, like, bought just like pounds of bottles mm. of sunscreen so yeah. that I could just have them everywhere like they're in my kitchen they're in my car they're in my bag just the kids each have one at school <laughs> um because we're all fair-skinned yeah. we all burn easily and I just I just wish there was some better way like basically like my kit, so I use like the, the healthy sunscreen, sure. you know, that's like zinc or whatever. As opposed so to the poison sunscreen. Well, there is, well, there there is I, know I know. total like poison sunscreen. <laughs> so like, but we use the healthy one, which is like, you can't, there's no, there is a spray, but it doesn't like help. Like, it's not like, it's not like an easy spray on It's yeah. like, it's like, the, it's like gunky white and it's, it's, well, also,
0: it's gone after two applications, and I always feel like I've been gypped with the like spray yes. on. I'm like, Arr!
1: yeah, and I'm just like, uh, now it's empty. Okay, so there's yeah. issues with all right. of them. But like, I still feel like when I was using the spray on, yeah. like, the mist of the sure. spray was like, a lot easier in a lot of ways. but sure. Oh, anyways, it's way easier. So like, okay. It's like the pouch of sunscreen. It's totally the pouch of sunscreen. <laughs> so, but now we use this, like, healthy stuff, which uh-huh. is, like, it, like, cakes on you, and it gets everywhere, and it's, like, it stays white, like, forever. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's fine. Like, that's fine. I'd rather have that. That means it's working. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but what's funny is, like, it's every day, like, at least once a day, okay? Because, like, mm-hmm. I have to put sunscreen on them before they go to school, and I have to put sunscreen on them before we go do anything. Right. So we're doing this every single day. Yeah. And it doesn't ever get better. No, like it's one of those things where like you do it and you do it like the first couple times you're like, okay, it's a reminder, guys. Sunscreen's kind of annoying, but like it'll be good and it covers your skin. Right. Blah blah blah. You'll adapt. Like, you think like yeah, after a couple days of this, like we're gonna like be pros at getting the sunscreen on. No, not in my house. Every single day. It's Is there screaming? Whole- they well. They're not like screaming, but they just make it really, really hard. hard. Like I'm doing gymnastics. It's to like get putting the sunscreen, sunscreen on, on a fish that's out of water. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. completely. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's all. I just everything's great. I love summer. I really, really love summer for real. <laughs> but like sunscreen, I wish there was a better way. Yeah, sunscreen is pretty pretty brutal. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm
0: not even gonna offer. like, I'm not even gonna like, share what we do with sunscreen, which is usually just a, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and we are very fair. Mm. Uh, so, enjoy future skin cancer children.
1: Okay. Yeah. Great summer. Everyone makes choices. Everyone <laughs> makes choices, guys. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No problem. How okay. are you? I'm,
0: I'm okay. Uh, like I said... We've returned from Alabama. Uh, Those of you who remember last year's Alabama trip, uh, not successful last year. My folks live in Alabama. I grew up in Alabama. I've been really wanting to take the kids uh, to have like a, a chunk of time with my parents and with the South. Just have that exposure uh, and and all the good elements of of that part of the country. And um, every country, every part of the country's got their ups and downs, guys. <laughs> it's not unique to the South. All right, we just have worse PR. Um, so. <clears throat> So, it went great. This time, I was like, Stephan, we're going to shorten the trip, mm-hmm. and you're going to stay the whole time. Because mm-hmm. last time, he came for the beginning and the end, and then I was basically there for like three weeks with the kids and my folks, and Ellis stopped sleeping last time. Mm-hmm. And I went crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, we narrowed it to about 10 days. Stefan was there the whole time. The kids adjusted to their sleep for the most part. Ellis wasn't terrified of my parents' <laughs> So Yay. it was just overall. It felt like a real vacation. Like, there were moments we were like, "This is what vacations are supposed oh, to be." Like we had those That's like awesome. glimpses of like, yeah. "Look at us going out, and doing stuff all day," yeah. and like it, it was it was really good. Uh, but what I really wanted to talk about at the beginning of the show was band aids. Uh, Ellis may have a band aid addiction. Oh. okay, so like every day, guys. <laughs> My finger. I need a Band-Aid for Uh my finger. And then he goes to the Band-Aid drawer, Uh which is accessible, Uh because whoever thought it needed to not be accessible, and then he takes a Band-Aid, and he he puts it... He can do the whole thing himself Uh now. It's like a Band-Aid pro. Uh, And then as soon as it's on the finger, this finger hurts, Mm -hmm. and it's another Mm Band-Aid. And then they'll come off, and then we repeat that like six times a day. Oh, wow. We're going through a lot of Uh Band-Aids. Now...
1: Do you have, like, the cute band Oh, we have, like... Of course we have cute band-aids. Yeah, okay. Of course
0: we have cute band-aids, right. guys. Uh, I am a mom. It's the, <laughs> it's the it's my, like, successful Pinterest board action of the mm-hmm. of, of parenting. Yep.
1: Cute band-aids. That's, a, that's my... That's an easy one. That's my it's easy a, it's one. It's just as easy to buy cute band-aids, Band-Aids. <laughs> as it is to buy boring band That's
0: correct. Go on. Makes me feel like a super mom. Uh-huh. Somebody give me a spread in Parent Magazine, okay? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, we, so, every day... We're going through a lot of Band-Aids uh-huh. and <laughs> rational biz. Like, there's a mix of rational biz and even like biz talking to a mom friend who's having a problem with Band-Aids uh-huh. or like even pre-kid right. biz. Yeah. That biz says things like, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Let your kid use as many fucking, ba- they're fucking Band-Aids, mm-hmm. right? When yeah. you run out of Band-Aids, you'll be out of Band-Aids. Yeah. You still have the boring ones for just in case real... Yeah. Band-aid emergencies, right? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Then there's a rational, uh, been parenting uh, for six years and has n- the shell of the woman that she once was, <laughs> uh, biz, who's like, you are not going to have any more fucking band aid, like, like, yeah. <laughs> it, and it's angry. Style. Like, both of yeah. us are like, no, no, yeah. no, you can't yeah. have any more band-aids yeah. ever. Like, it's <laughs> like, no, oh, if you use all the band aids, what are you, We're not gonna have anything left when you really need band aids. Yeah, which is an argument that no two-year-old <laughs> You're the fucking understand. Yeah. Right? They don't yeah. understand anything. So crazy biz mm-hmm. doesn't want to give him any more band aids, and I can in mid in mid speaking in mid saying things like "No, no more band aids," mm-hmm. and and then on comes. The, the tantrum is mm-hmm. starting, mm-hmm. Uh, and I immediately, oh, okay, all right, only one. Do you understand? It's just <laughs> the one fan mm-hmm. No more after this. All of that, I realize, uh, like, there's, like, one of those, like, scenes, like, where, like, there's, like, in a movie where there's been, like, an accident or somebody's making a bad choice and everything, like, slows down and they think to themselves. like, I, That's where I'm, like, slowing down. I'm like, am I just turning this into a rational power struggle? Mm-hmm. This is so about power and control. This is so... No, I am the mother. I am the adult. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you any of these fucking band-aids. <laughs> and it's, it's irrational. It's not important in the grand scheme of life. Mm-hmm. But in the moment of my day, it feels like it's the only battle I can win. Mm. And what's worse is I don't win. Mm-hmm. I that kid's walking around with band-aids mm-hmm. all over his body. Mm. So that's it. There's nothing to this. No, there's nothing. There's just to do. There's nothing to do. I I know, I know, I know the answer is to let it the fuck go Uh and go on Amazon or go to Costco or whatever Mm -hmm. and go buy a shit ton of band aids. Mm -hmm. If Teresa was sitting here telling me the story, I'd be like, give your kid (laughs) the fucking band aid and have some peace in your house. Like, is that going to stop a tantrum? Mm -hmm. Giving that kid a band aid? Mm -hmm. Do it. Do it. And then that is one of the reasons because it is going to avoid, it will help avoid Uh one of the things we're going to talk about today Uh in terms of our two and a half year olds being slightly highly emotional animals.
1: Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One
0: Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you.
1: Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Fun fact.
0: Uh, two-year-olds are emotional.
1: That sounds really true. Is is that helpful? It's really, it's really, um, it sounds really accurate. It it is. It's a parenting fact. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I would love a book that's just like, it's just like, kids, kids are super emotional. Yeah. Chapter three. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to fix this. Yeah. Chapter Four. It's kind of like our like
1: kids are messy. <laughs>
0: yeah, kids are loud. Kids are loud. Yeah, that glitter's a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I before, we want to talk today about two uh, of the ways that our kids express their emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is clinginess, and one is tantrums. Uh, but before we got started, I wanted to say. We're going to be very specific, I guess, because both of our kids, Oscar for Teresa and Ellis for me, our youngest children, are both two and a half. I mean, separated by a month. They're like right in there, right in the middle of the twos. I can barely remember what my actual 24 month old was like, right? The actual mm, yeah, two-year-old, when like, right, two year old. like just turned two. We just turned two. I have already blocked it out. Uh-huh. I have no idea. <laughs>
1: What? He probably wasn't emotional. At he all was at not emotional. He was perfect he was angel, very rational. I'm pretty sure I can very go back collected. and listen to very all the shows since Ellis
0: was born <laughs> and safely say that my child is mellow, low T, <laughs> not emotional. <laughs> uh, and then uh, whatever happens after this time in their life, like around three, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Even though I have an old, we have older children mm-hmm. who have gone through this. Yes. I can't even imagine what three is going to be like. So this is really about like where they are here in the middle of the twos. And this is going to be one of those things where we're going to talk about it. And you guys are going to be like, dude, solidarity. I totally relate. Or you're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with your kids? And you guys are probably not doing a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. Who knows? Let's find out. Let's find out. Actually, let's talk. Talk don't tell us. Uh, yeah, don't let us know. Just don't, keep that to yourself. Your, yeah, or try talk it. amongst yourselves. We'll try. A, don't
1: tag <laughs> us in that conversation <laughs> on Facebook.
0: Oh my God, what's wrong with Teresa? <laughs> this is kids. Just give them a fucking band aid. Uh, so let's start with clinginess. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just say for to start off mm-hmm. that Ellis is going through an incredibly clingy. Time right now. And I like to say phase Mm -hmm. or time Mm -hmm. because that feels like I've put a label on it that suggests it will end. It will, yeah. Right. Not that it has since birth. Right. But it feels particularly strong Strong right right now. now. Yeah. What's
1: Oscar like? Well, I have to, I want to start by saying I hate, I say clingy. I use it all the time and I hate it every time I say it. I would love for us to like find another way to describe what that is because I feel like it's negative like it's negative in the way we talk about it um and there are some things that I feel negatively yes. about this thing, but I don't think overall it's negative. Like it's, it's... <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking of
0: loving too much. I know.
1: It's like it's attachment. It's like yeah. strong attachment, or like mm. I don't even want to say neediness. Cause I think that is You're also right. like Those a negative both. Obviously our kids are needy. They are our children. They need us to survive. They are two and a half, guys. And by definition, needy. <laughs> yes. You know, and
0: that's not that's but, not like a But we're talking about like the break, deck, if we're going to define mm-hmm. what it is they're doing, yeah, it seems to be physically attaching themselves to our bodies. Yes, or at least for me.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, most of the day. Yes, uh, no one else really being able yeah. to fill in. Everyone for them. else gets
1: totally dissed. Yeah, like death. just you go. No, Papa, get no. off uh, the. Uh, ki- uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's what Oscar gives to uh, every single one of his teachers uh, or Jesse. Oh, like, really? If I'm right there, he just, if I'm right there, he yeah. just goes, uh, when they, when they approach. Like, Ellis- he's just like, get away from me. I'm with my mom. <laughs> Ellis goes, everybody, turn your volume down for a second. <laughs> Ellis
0: is like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, my mama! <laughs> which, which, oh, God. which brings uh the room down real fast. Yes. And brings my blood
1: pressure way up. I, I know. Okay. Okay, so my, let's all right. Okay. Let, let's well, call it loving. It's so for yeah. today so we're gonna, gonna, gonna call it, it extra loving. Extra loving extra loving. Okay. They're extra loving. Yes. Uh so we're also in an extra loving phase right we, now. <laughs> big time. Over in the Thorn household. Like I, we're really and we're working on it may have something to do with we're working on that I'm not carrying him around mm, on my hip all the time because yeah. he's now like 32 pounds and it hurts. My back hurts from carrying him around all the time. Not all the time, but there are times where he just wants me to, for comfort, he wants me to it's not okay for me to sit with yeah. him in my lap. He wants me to like be his vehicle. <laughs> so I will like walk around <laughs> the house with him like, pearl and he will like direct me where he wants to go. And it's I'm done okay, well, with that. Can I
0: ask you about that? Yeah, because sure. that is the thing. I will have the moment. Yeah. Uh this will we will this is a foreshadowing of a <laughs> fail that's coming, guys. Okay. But we were on a very long walk. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I was carrying him yeah. and the whole time I'm thinking, Or, oh, but like even on the big, the big walks, yeah. I'm literally guys holding Ellis right now, Phantom yeah. Ellis. and like making Phantom the gesture on her or like yeah. around the house yeah. or through the, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you, I have these moments where I'm like, am I failing him? Like, am I, am I like, is he, am I going to be one of those people that everybody's like, put it down. He, he's never going to walk by. And obviously he's going to walk. I, he walks just <laughs> right. fine guys. Yeah. You know, but like is there I feel that sudden judgment inside yeah. where like some some voice from some parenting guide from some grandmother from some internet from some New York magazine article yeah. like whatever is telling me you need to put your kid down hmm. right like I feel this like sudden guilt that I shouldn't be carrying him yeah, around so I don't much have that. that
1: I <laughs> No I'm serious dead serious I have the opposite because okay. I I feel like I feel like uh I should be like using, like having him on me as much as he wants right. to be on me because oh. there's times when I can't be there, and yeah. so this is like our time where we can be together, and he just because he's not like it that all day. So like the times right. he wants to be like that, so what? I should just be able to hold him, but it hurts my body. Yeah. Like, that's what final. That's what finally helped me make the decision. I was like, that's I hurting. know that I need to. Do this for like my own physical yeah. health and I know he's okay like we can what we do is we hold hands we walk and hold hands oh that's head. nice and, like there's plenty of times where he that's satisfactory to him yeah but like there's other times where it just makes him really sad he yeah. just really wants to be held but I just
0: don't uh... oh see so maybe that's the difference because Ellis wants it literally 24 hours mm. a day I mean like wherever we're
1: out he just wants to be he held. just
0: wants to be up
1: up mama up I mean like it's... you're doing a good job he's not it's you yourself would tell yourself yeah he's not going to be doing that when right. he's walking down the aisle, yeah, yeah trail, Yeah. There you go. funny as of a oh, picture as yuck, that is, <laughs> guys. Barf.
0: You know what? And part of the extra loving, yes, right. That uh, comes with this is uh, there is there one of the things that I dislike. Speaking of like uh, putting language to this, mm-hmm. uh, like calling it clinginess or neediness, mm-hmm. uh, is the Whenever I am out and he's doing the massive snuggle or the massive lap set or, mm-hmm. like, a stranger walks past and he, like, jumps on my leg and, like, yeah. the whole nine yards, uh, the first thing out of people's mouths are, boys. Oh. If I heard that in the airport once, I heard it a hundred times oh on this trip. God. I'm so Boys. Sorry. It's boys and their mothers. And I, I, I dislike it and i can't put my finger on why because here's the thing there is a big difference between my two children in terms of uh, in terms of this Katie Bell was way more independent, way more able to roll with changes, way more like not a lap kid, not a snuggler, not a handhold. I mean, like none of but that. Who says that's because of her gender? That's what like, I'm saying. That's what, what I'm saying. House, yeah. That's what I'm saying.
1: Right. The older one. Exactly. Way less clean. Loving. Yes. Way less. <laughs> well, well, I, don't lo- I don't want to put it that way. <laughs> right. But like way less clingy. Yeah. But that's just it.
0: Yeah. As I have an Ellis yes. happens to be the one who wants it all the time. Yeah. But like, it makes me crazy. That it's then labeled with this, like, and there's something about the way people say it that makes it sound like. It just falls into that category yeah. of, like, well, that's a girl toy. Like, oh, it totally. falls into that tone of, like, oh, totally. but your mothers, yeah. boys and their mothers. Uh, yeah. I don't know why it bothers me. I'm totally with Not you. that mothers and sons should not have yeah. a beautiful bond. Right. Uh, th- they yeah. should. Yeah. Right? Like, that, I'm not negating yeah. mother-son bond <laughs> no. at all.
1: I, I feel a strong bond with Ellis. Yeah. But there's something about. Do you feel like when somebody says that, that. That is tied in with your like guilt that you should be doing something differently. Like people are saying, like it's something you're doing with him, Uh, treating him. Why is there not a gun in his hand already? I don't know. Like, (laughs) why isn't there a gun in his hand already? Is that comment like (laughs) mothers and their sons or boys and their mothers? Like, is that do does it make you feel like? Like, like you, do you know what I'm saying? No, I like, know what you're saying. You're doing wrong. I don't
0: know what no? it's like. You know how like, there's like certain words that like bother you, yes. and, like, right? Like for me, one of the words that like really just oh, makes a chill go down. Like I just fucking is gross to me. Yeah, is the word moist.
1: Right. A lot uh, of people have. Yeah, that apparently word. moist. Yeah. Have, yeah.
0: So uh, it's like whenever somebody says it, it's as if they just came up to me and were like. Moist, and I'm like, why does it bother me? Uh, so I, that's just kind of separate, but it, but it's one of those things <laughs> that I wanted to share because it seems to be tied into uh-huh. Ellis's need to love me much. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like the loving much mm-hmm.
1: uh, is stronger right now? Do you feel like this has gone through cycles? Do you feel like it definitely goes through cycles with him? But okay. like it's. I feel like I it's ne- it always comes back around. Yeah. it's like that two week cycle or something. Yeah, you know it's like two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on, two weeks off. There's no, it just it's it's there's it, no getting past it. Yeah, there's know. no getting like, past it's it. Just, and and lots of times I can't put my finger on what it is. Like, yeah, a lot of times it could be. You know, we've talked about, like, travel throwing Mm -hmm. things off. A lot of times illness will throw something off. But a lot of times you can't tell that they're sick yet. Right. And so you don't know. Is he getting sick? I don't know. Um, Or it's just impossible to know. Like, is it something that happened that I didn't notice? Or is it something that's going on developmentally for him? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know. See, again, Alice has always been, like, super attached To me, physically. But
0: I will say that right now, because of the travel, like it was like three days into the trip, everything just shifted Mm. and it became... Like really hard for me to go out of the house. Really hard for us to go anywhere. It makes me really nervous about us getting back into preschool this week when oh, he starts yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, like lots of that. Even we like can't any
1: separation. Any from you? separation as uh-huh. well. So
0: there's like a huge return of separation anxiety with it. Like mm-hmm. if I'm in the bathroom yeah. again, like stuff that we'd really worked through and we had gotten. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Stuff we'd really work through. 90% of parenting is feeling really smug about something you worked through. And then, like, boom. Yeah. That's down the toilet. You have no control. (laughs) Uh, But... Uh, Like, we got home, and we were all settled back in, and, like, uh, we got in Friday, and Saturday, I was going to go to the store to restock the house, and, like, he apparently, he, like, had a massive breakdown when I was leaving. Want to come with you? Want to come? But, like, I needed to get through that store. We had a limited amount of time. Yeah. I had to do it by myself, and I wanted to do it by myself. Yeah. I, I shouldn't, I like, at this stage, when this stuff starts to resurge this later in the game. Yeah your brain starts to say, no, you deserve to be able to go. And I think about all the times I kind of give in where it's like, all right, fine, I'll change the day. All right, fine, I'll do the best. All right, fine, I'll put them down. All the stuff that uh, Stefan would normally step in and take over. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, to stop with the screaming, we'll do it. Uh, but then I went to the store and he apparently cried for like 30 more minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like old school. Yeah. It was really like this whole separation thing has kind of kicked back in. And I yeah. associate it some with the travel. Yeah. Things were so That's disruptive. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, and with Stefan, we just go back to the same reminder in situations like this where be present, be here, mm-hmm. think of the game that will help him transition mm-hmm. to you. Don't you? Know, when we went through this with Katie Bell, it was a little less intense, but it was still only Mama can come in or only Mama can take me here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Seven would just like literally walk five feet behind us or ahead of us at times, yeah. you know, because she wouldn't hold his hand. And finally, we had to remind ourselves. No, no, that's not the solution. Yeah. Further isolating yourself or allowing this to be something, uh, uh, fair enough, it can make you feel bad if you're the person the kid doesn't want. Mm-hmm. But you're also the adult, so you have to say they're not intentionally trying to hurt my feelings. Yeah. And the way to fix this is to step up and continue to be as present as possible yeah. with a thick skin because that's going to let the child know that you're also there and they can go to you. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, uh, we had to, like, really kind of bring those old games back up and those rules in for us. But I think what makes it so hard and this is going to tie into the next thing that we're talking about with our highly emotional two and a half year olds and that is if if you don't pick them up the tantrums coming mm-hmm. and the tantrums uh for ellis are awful mm-hmm. and i know that i don't have the like I, I know that like i don't have like the corner on all tantrums yeah yeah but they are Really intense, uh-huh. and I th- I want us to talk some about the tantrums because yeah. I feel like the whole picking up the whole like extra love. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I like allow a lot of the extra love besides loving my child, but there are times I need to spend with Katie Bell. There are times that I need to like get stuff done, and I'll put that aside because I do not want the screaming, or I will do it with a child on me because I do not want the tantrum and mm-hmm. the screaming and all that. Uh, so let's talk tantrums. Yeah. Are those fun in your house? (laughs) Do you have tantrums? Do you know what
1: a tantrum is? Does anybody not have tantrums? Yeah, we have tantrums. (laughs) Um, I will say, I don't think ours are, like, really... It's It's not, like, my worst fear when it comes to Oscar. Like, Oscar's tantrums are mostly just loud crying. Okay. Um, He doesn't do a lot of, like... Throwing himself on the floor, throwing things, or hitting or punching, or like a lot of the things that I know are go hand in hand with yeah. tantrums for a lot of kids. Um, so it's really just he's scr- he's screaming and crying so loud. Right. It's really just like the decibel level. Yeah. That makes it hard for me, and obviously just like seeing him in pain is really hard. Right. Um. That's what it's like in our house. <laughs> How about you? Nope. <laughs> Uh our house
0: is Katie Bell again transitioned with stuff really well. Like so if you're like we're gonna stop with this, mm-hmm. really like eighty percent of the time, you just transitioned, right? Mm-hmm. Like and then when she had a tantrum, uh they were really few and far between and they were that. They were crying and that was about it. Uh Ellis is of the genre of like irrational tantrums, like You don't even know sometimes why they're starting. Oh, yeah. Oh, we totally have that. Yeah. I mean, like,
1: there's no reason, like, rhyme or reason to to the the tantrums tantrums a lot. Yeah. So,
0: a good example would be he wanted to use this little portable speaker. Uh, I was like, okay, but it's dead. So, we're going to have to plug it into the wall. Mm -hmm. No, I want to use it in there. Okay. Well, we can move this whole setup to the other room, but it's going to have to be plugged in. And then he lost his shit about it being plugged in. And he before I could get over, he jerked it out of the wall. So it's like a whole charger end uh-huh. with the speaker on the other end, basically like a mace. Yeah. And he just there's the screaming and the crying, and then he starts swinging it. Oh, and we're geez. in the kitchen, and it's like hitting yeah. the glass, you know, door. Yeah. And yeah. it's swinging around to yeah. get him. I mean, like it was like really dangerous. And there's screaming, and yeah. there's loss of body Awful. control. Yeah. So I have to like. Uh, get it out of his hand and get him and I just do the thing. Right? I just take him into the biggest room we have and none yeah. of our rooms are big but it's at yeah. least carpeted and put him down Yeah, and like step back but it. and he's just flailing and he's like looking to find something to hurt himself. Like, right. He's looking for a wall. He's yeah. looking for a chair. He's looking for something uh, and that makes it That's l- scary. It's super scary yeah. and it's super intense and it's like, like it's really hard I am I am basically <laughs> for my notes for this was tantrums. I am literally terrified of them. Mm. Like it is like walking around in a house where I'm like, what can I do to avoid the set off? For example, wow. give that kid some fucking band-aids, right? And because they come, we're just like at that phase where I have the older kid, it's summer, there is no break uh and ellis is so intense so like i already feel like i'm fried before the tantrum starts and then when it comes in i'm going i'm going zero to 60 but it is hard to sit there yeah while this is happening it is and it's like again my mind goes through all the was this worth it Whatever I did oh. for the ones, for the ones where I was like, I mean, obviously I can't control. I want to plug this in. You can, Yeah. Right. I can't control. Yeah. This is your dinner. Right.
1: Well, do you ever do like, cause I find myself constantly, cause I'm not, I'm not talking about my older child, yeah. Simon, who's four and a half, Right. but he still has tantrums yeah. all the time. I mean, he's four and a half. I mean, we're right. totally still in tantrum zone for him. True. But so we're more talking about like two year olds, yeah. but like with both my kids I find myself, if they ask for something, doing that, like, mental calculus of, like, is it going to be worth it for me to say no to right. this? Can I say no to this right now? Do I want to say yes? Like, I have to do this whole, like, yeah. am, I, am I, like, bracing myself for what's coming next? Right. You know, how bad is it going to be? <laughs> and, like, I'm pretty good at, like, anticipating what it's going to be. Uh, but sometimes I'm wrong. Yeah. And then once you do it, like, it's over. It's over. It's happening. It's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like... Yeah, I
0: I actually, yeah, I can handle the yes-nos. Like, the the Mm -hmm. basics, I want a sandwich, I want to watch TV, Mm -hmm. I want to dress up in this costume. Mm -hmm. The ones that make me, like, you know, jump at shadows are Mm -hmm. the ones where you have no idea, Mm -hmm. you know, let's go change your diaper. Oh, yeah. Freak the fuck out. Right, right, right. Right? Let's go put a shoe on. It's dinner. Dinner has become... A nightmare mm. of two and a half year old pickiness combined with end of the day no napping yeah. combined with just it is just fuel for the tantrum fire. Wow. It is just, I, and, and <laughs> just like and that gets me to the thing of like once you're in the tantrum or it's starting or it's elevating. I think the answer is once it starts elevating, just step back. You yeah. can't fix it, yeah. but I try, mm-hmm. which I think is a mistake mm-hmm. because then you're when you tr- when I try. I feel like I'm turning into that parent who's like, here's another cupcake. Right, Yeah, you know, As opposed to like, you know, he doesn't want to eat the dinner that we've yeah. all agreed we're going to eat before yeah. I made the dinner. Yeah. And then he's like, no,
1: want this right.
0: slam. And you're like, he's like, want yogurt. So I'm like, if I give him yogurt, yeah. am I somehow condoning this tantrum? yeah, uh, Or yeah. if I make him eat this clearly poison I've made for him, yeah. is he going to be in therapy for the yeah. rest of his life? Like, what's the battle here really, in
1: that scenario i'm always like can you ask nicely for the yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay if you can ask nicely. But, that's um, fair but that's fair kind that's, of yeah that's kind of fair kind of. you know what though the thing about the offering yeah. um like i know exactly what you're talking about and i hate the idea like i'm terrified of being that parent who's like dancing around yeah. their kid to like try to yeah. like tiptoeing around them to try to make everything okay which you can't do, you can't do. and you just feel like an idiot yeah but um what, but one thing I think that we need to remember is that, like, offering something to somebody who's not feeling well is, like, a natural and, mm. I think, good human response. Like, I think it's totally okay to be, like, "Are do you want some water? Can right. I, do you want some crackers? Are you not? Because, like, I feel like ha- at least half the time when my kids are tantruming, it's, like, they're either, like, too hungry, yeah. too thirsty, or they're just, like, overwhelmed and tired yeah. or whatever and, like, sitting there and just, like kind of refueling a little bit can help them, even if they're not like specifically super hungry or whatever, right. just like offering something to someone is natural. Like if you came over to my house and you were like really upset, I would like offer you some coffee or right. offer you, you know, like it's, I think it is okay. Like at a certain, do you know what I mean? No, that's interesting. It's a way of helping somebody
0: take a time to collect themselves because do you know what toddlers don't like to hear? That they're tired or need to oh, take yeah. a break. Oh, God. Yeah. Do you want to take a deep breath? Do yeah. you want to take a break? Yeah. Maybe take a break! yeah. <laughs> but you're right yeah. to say something like, would you like a cookie? Would you like to do a dance? Not yeah. a cookie. Would you like a yeah. cracker? Yeah. Uh, would you like to do a silly dance? Do you yeah. want to listen to music? Yeah. Is a way to calm them down. I think it's just like, it is, it's just so intense. And even if they're great when they're out in public, mm-hmm. I always, again, go back to that idea of my house is haunted and everybody comes over and they're like, your house isn't haunted. And then they leave and the walls bleed and you're like, I'm losing my mind. Mm-hmm. Because like w- even if they're great out, I'm so exhausted from all the tantrums that happened leading up or right. all the future tantrums I know we're going to have. Right. And it's so like... Like, yeah, it's just fries on you. It really wears on you. And then you get crazy. And I have these moments where I'm like, oh, if my house just looked more like this Pottery Barn picture, there would be less tantrums. Oh, if I had, you know, better food selection, there'd be less tantrums. Oh, if my kids dress like all the like outside media around you, like starts to come in and really plays on me in a way that I know is not right. Mm. Oh, but I bet if I just painted their rooms, (laughs) this would make everything better. Like, if I had just the right way to hold their toys in their room, like, that basket, it would be better. Like, they wouldn't have as many—they'd be happier children. And I think it's important, though, to remember that this—in is. my head, I'm like, "Uh, no, this is what they're supposed to be Uh doing. Yeah. But it's just a—what a gross process. It's so hard. (laughs) What a horrible thing for them to have to go through. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, like, it's really awful. Totally, And I hate— I think that's like, I think that's the crux of it yeah. is I know this is so awful for Ellis to have to go through and I know like he has to go through it Yeah, and I hate that I feel like there's very little I can do to prevent him from having to go through this mm-hmm. and I struggle with the best way to support him through it, hmm. right? You know, because like yeah. right when you get in the moment... I can't remember any of the tools I'm supposed to have, right? Uh-huh. I can't, uh, and and because I'm going zero to sixty as well emotionally, right? I feel like I'm setting myself up for mistakes, yeah. And then it's really hard for me to come back down, and j- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is. So I feel like I, I'm not helping.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the main one is just to stay calm. Yeah. Like that's the one you're supposed to do. Right. And like even if you're not calm inside, you could probably pretend to be calm on the outside. Yeah. But like I think that's the hard the hardest one is like if you're if it's just you and the kid, right? Or yeah. you and the kids. There's no other parent or adult there. Right. Um and they don't have a crib anymore. so yeah, you, can't, you can't set them in the, in the crib, a crib and walk away. Then it's hard for you to take the space to like drink some water and yeah. like, take some deep breaths and walk back because you're just you just described a whole scenario where actually Ellis needs you physically there, yeah. preventing him from hurting himself or right. hurting somebody else. So there isn't very much <laughs> like really for you to do other than like I guess practice that internal. Yeah. I'm going to be calm because that's the one thing I <laughs> can do. Dear God,
0: make me a bird so I can yeah. fly far, oh, far away.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, it's so tough. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, maybe he'll stop having tantrums. like When he's three? Mm-hmm. When he's three. When he's three. Yeah, in three. Is a like, magical three. door. <laughs> where they three suddenly? Like My memory of three with Simon is that it was such hell. Like, <laughs> so much worse than yeah. two. But I know all kids are different. Right. So who That's knows? just it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows what. Because, yeah, because Katie yeah. Bell was just breezed through two. I was uh-huh. like, why is everybody having a problem with two? is <laughs>
0: adorable. Let's go on as many trips as possible yeah. with two-year-olds. And then for her, three was like, yeah. no. Yeah. Three was when she was like, no, and <laughs> fuck you, in whatever words that translates to for a three-year-old.
1: <laughs> well, great. Yeah. Good, they're pretty amazing. They right are,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they love
1: more mm-hmm.
0: and they express themselves more. They do, way to go, two and a half year olds. Yeah,
1: you guys are doing it, two and a half year olds. <laughs> You're getting really good at this, yeah. <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. I have found that with kids, uh, the variety of things that I cook
0: and the level of steps that I put into my cooking has gone way down and even though I like to cook, it's a little spaghetti sauce in a jar, meatballs and uh, pasta sauce. I found it really great to have the step-by-step recipe sent to me with all the ingredients. All I got to do is all the choppy-choppy stuff I like to do, put it in adorable little bowls to make me feel like I have self-control, and then dump it and cook it. It is the best. And then out comes this beautiful meal, and it's a chance for us to all try something new and break up the monotony of cooking that even those of us who love to cook can find themselves falling into when you have kids.
1: So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badmother. That's blueapron.com slash badmother. Blue Apron, a better way to cook,
0: even if you already like to cook.
1: Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206- Three five zero nine four eight five. That's two zero six three five zero nine four eight five.
0: Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius meme.
1: Wow! Oh my god! Oh my god! I saw
0: what you did. Oh my god! I'm paying attention. Wow! You mom are a genius. Oh my god! That's fucking genius.
1: Oscar had a teeny, tiny splinter in his foot. Oh. And my genius moment is just that I got it out. But, like, it was just such an amazing feeling. Like, it gave me this feeling of, like, oh, I can do anything. Like, (laughs) I can solve any problem. Because, you know, he's little and his foot is wiggly and he doesn't want to sit there and get a splinter removed. And it was, like, way in there and it was small. Yeah. And I was like... I. I don't know if I because it was kind of like under the skin, you know, yeah. I had to, it was the kind of thing where like my dad would have used a needle, you know, to like get <laughs> really get in there. Yeah. Like, and I wasn't going to do that, no. um, especially because Oscar's so wiggly. <laughs> and um, but like I totally got it out. And I was just like, this is like the best feeling ever. Oh, like, good job. I'm the best. Yeah. You know, way to be a parent to yeah. that child.
0: Yeah. Good job. Thank you. N- Next thing you know, you'll be like sewing up. Something that needs stitches. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just be doing it yourself, biting it off with your teeth. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's fucking great. I, I just, we, I've gotten really good at flights. With the kids. Ooh. This is a whole day. This is day. a superpower. This is a whole day of traveling. Okay. I no longer, like, wrap the surprise things for them. Okay. We used to do that because that's a pain yeah. in the ass. They don't care. They just want something new. Uh, so, like, I just nailed the items that were going to be given to them. Mm-hmm. I nailed the prepping all the iPads with new stuff and mm-hmm. movies. Uh, I nailed a uh, thing of food. I Mm -hmm. do, like, a couple—I bring a little cooler with it. It's like a soft bag cooler, and it's got a bunch of everything from, like, a little thing of blue fresh blueberries, tomatoes, cucumbers sliced up, peanut butter and jelly, like, mozzarella tomato sandwiches for Stefan and I that I was like—somebody gave me one once on a travel, on a flight. Like, they Mm -hmm. were selling it to me, and I was like, I could fucking put mozzarella and tomato on a roll Mm -hmm. and wrap it up and put it in a bag, right? Like, uh, peanut butter cracker. I mean, like—so they're like— they were eating, it wasn't like all I'm eating is granola bars all day, yeah, and then you nice. feel sick oh, yeah. at the end of the flight, yeah. and we didn't have to rely too heavy on airport food and stuff. It just, you know, we just nailed it. We just so nailed great. that flight.
2: Good job. So, thank you. I have a genius moment I would like to share. My kids are picky eaters, and what's even worse is they're lightweights. So a mom friend suggested this. We'll play this game when we eat. It's called Guess what food I just ate. So we give them a selection of foods, some they love, some they tolerate, and some not so much. We close our eyes as a parents, and then the kids choose what they want to eat, and we have to guess. And the funny thing is, when I say, oh, I wonder what you just ate, the little guy usually already tells me <laughs> what it is that he chose. <laughs> but the main thing is that it works. They both eat foods, And shockingly, they eat the stuff that they don't love so much, and they're having fun with it. So, hoping that it will help some moms with other picky eaters. And, again, thanks for your shit. Bye.
1: I love that. I'm gonna try that.
0: I just, uh, I've been trying it because I heard the call uh, Uh, earlier. I actually started trying that with Ellis. Yeah. Uh, The trick may be that she has a three year old. She's doing this because (laughs) Ellis, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna close my eyes. Yeah. You tell me what you know. I'm gonna guess what you ate. Yeah. But all he does is eat the same thing over again. So and like it'll always be like the hardest thing. So it's like you close your eyes. Crunch. Yeah. Is it the (laughs) check? It's the checks. Close (laughs) your eyes. Okay, I'm gonna close my eyes is crunch is it the jags <laughs> is the jags close your eyes guess what i needed uh That's funny. we at least get some stuff down but it's hilarious it's the same it's it's a really great idea we've totally started using it failures
3: fail 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 fail
0: you suck
1: fail me Teresa. okay well uh, last week i was taking simon to karate um after school and I had Oscar with me as well and we left school on time and we're driving over to karate and Simon seemed great, but then, like, halfway to karate, he started saying he wasn't feeling good and his stomach wasn't feeling good. And I was like, is this, like, a thing about him not wanting to go to karate right, right now? Whatever. <laughs> so I just, like, ignored him. And then we got there, and he's like, I really don't feel good. I feel really sick. I'm like, we got to get your clothes on. Come on. We're changing, right. him, we're changing him in the car. We're changing it. Come on. We got to get your uniform on. Come on. Let's do it. And I'm physically, like doing all yeah the stuff. i know you guys think i dress my kid up every <laughs> single day anyway but it's not really like that like usually he helps um but so i'm like physically like he's like he's like a yeah. dummy like i'm like putting him putting him in his outfit i'm going like He's going like, "Mommy, I'm too sick. I'm too sick. I'm too." I'm like, "You were fine at school a second ago. The teacher didn't tell me anything. Yeah, He's smiling, happy, whatever." I'm like Simon, and it was the first time going to this class on a Wednesday. We yeah. don't normally go on the weekends, and so I'm like, "Okay, this is one of those things. Right it's on Wednesday now, so this he can't deal with it. <laughs> even though I know he loves karate, like there's right. something weird. So I'm like just plowing ahead. You know, do you want some dried mango like as a snack while I'm yeah. getting you dressed? He declined the dried mango, mm. and that. That was when I had my first inkling <laughs> that something might be amiss. Uh-huh. But I still ignored that. Right. And I just plowed straight on ahead. I had Oscar with me. Oscar's complaining. I'm like getting everybody ready. Get Simon out of the car. We come around to Oscar's side. He's standing there complaining again. I'm like, we're going in. Your class is starting right now. We're going in. I'm getting Oscar out to get Oscar out. Simon sits down on the parking lot ground, like in between cars. Yeah. And I'm like, he's sitting down. What the hell? And then he's just like, I'm going to throw up. And I was like, huh. Okay. No, you're not. Get into karate. Almost. Yeah. I almost did that. I said, go move to the curb. Go yeah. sit right there on the curb while I finish dealing with Oscar. And as he's turning around to go to the curb, just he vomits. just like pukes everywhere Aww, all over the parking lot. And I was like baby. I was like, Oh, you're right, you're sick. Let's go <laughs> home. Here, I'll put you back in the car. Let's go <laughs> oh, home, sweetie. I'm so sorry. Aww. And I like I really did. I mean No, I know. I just I know. I really I felt so bad. Yeah. But I just did not see it coming. I know and I really thought he was just doing a boy Bang. who cries wolf. You know? I know.
0: So. Oh, you're horrible. I know. I'm sorry that you are such a bad mother. <laughs> I'm so glad he didn't throw up in, in karate. The karate. I know. I know. That's what I was
1: thinking. Or on you. Both of those. It was in... on me a little Okay. Bit. Well, all right. it got on, on, me, on while me I was, right, like, yeah. helping. I mean, whatever. I'm always getting. You know uh, what?
0: Who, c- who cares? You yeah. can't have anything nice. No. <laughs> Parenthood. You can't have anything nice. Uh, okay. So, we are Doing vacation in Alabama. Yeah. We are just filling every day and all of yeah. sudden sleeping. Fuck it. Let's just get out go adventuring, right? Yeah. So we are going to go to uh, one of the places that everybody in Alabama goes to uh, on a field trip. It's called the Tannehill State Park. It is like this big ironworks, uh, you know, the monstrosity. Get you know, all the stuff in the Civil War, melting and smelting and all that stuff. <laughs> big historic site. They have like old-timey village and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we go out there. It's a hot as hell. Mm-hmm. We get drive out, beautiful drive. Get out there. We're gonna go stomp around. We stomp around through the old, you know, settlement houses. We get out to the to the uh, to the actual furnace, and then we're like, there's a beautiful little stream, and we're gonna cross this little bridge. And we cross the bridge, and we come to a sign that says it's, it announces three trails, and there's this trail, and. Uh, it says it's like half a mile. Oh, I it's great. Let's just take this trail back. In my brain, it's just running straight along the little river, the little creek. And it's just going to cross us, dump us right back out just half a mile down the park. Mm-hmm. We start walking it. And I don't even think we're halfway through it when I'm like, this, just, this feels really long. <laughs> like I no longer see the creek. Mm-hmm. And uh, we pull out the map that we have that we discover later doesn't have trails on it, but I think I see what we're walking on because there's a bridge. There's like a lot, I'm like, oh, that's the yeah. bridge we went over. That's clearly oh, this is just going to dump us out. It's not. Uh we wind up walking that trail a lot longer than a half a mile. And uh, mm-hmm. when we when it dumps us out, it is on the way other side of the state park. Oh, no. I mean it is a state park, guys. We get out and it's like you're gonna have to walk a whole nother mile back yeah. now. Yeah uh and it's oh, not no. really oh. clear on the map. So uh oh. Katie Bell's complaining the whole time. Yeah. Uh Ellis has to be carried yep. only. By me, or it's the flailing tantrum. Right. So I carried that child, uh, as well as the emotional weight of Katie Bell's <laughs> whining. Stefan did. Stephen was really good. I mean, he was stepping in, but he was. Still, we were both starting to lose it. So like every yeah. time Katie Bell was like, "I don't." <laughs> Yeah. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't go backwards. We can't go forwards. All we can do is just keep walking. <laughs> oh, so, and you know, again, right at the end of the trail, Ellis falls, like, scratches his knees. Thank God I had Band-Aids. <laughs> uh, and we fight you know, like, you're coming out, and, like, you realize then that you've got the whole other mile back. And, and yeah. like I was like, oh, there's some sort of, like, ye old time soda machine. Like, we yeah. all got Gatorades. And, like, it oh, was good. fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, And then we all got in the car. It was yeah, like one of those things where you're like, you're like in it. And you're like, this is a fail. This, yeah. And it's happening. Sucks. It's yeah. happening right now. Yeah. And all you can do is get through it. Yeah. It was the worst.
1: I'm so sorry. Was, <laughs> that sounds horrible. It was really
3: awful, yeah. guys. Yeah. It
1: was, ugh.
3: From one bad mother to another, I thought I'd share a fail. Uh, it's just one of those mornings. I forgot in the lunch boxes to pack the drinks and the ice packs. So as soon as my five-year-old realized that I had forgotten these items, she started falling her eyes out in the car. And I lose it when they lose it. And started screaming at her that that's not a way to solve it, that doesn't <laughs> fix anything, and started to do a U-turn. And because I was so wrapped up in telling her to stop crying, I almost killed us by pulling out in front of someone. And so I was like, okay, let's reel it in, take it down a notch. And then in the preschool parking lot, I thought, oh, I forgot to leave the check for the week. So I started to turn around, and then I'm like, oh, and I forgot my sunglasses. I'm, like, literally doing (laughs) slow-motion donuts in the preschool parking lot. Uh, I just don't know how to get it together. Thanks for listening.
1: uh, I feel like that's my life. Yeah. Like, I just keep going in circles, picking up the thing that I have forgotten. I don't understand. I mean, I can't— All the stuff we're supposed to keep track of, it's impossible. It's It's actually impossible. You're going to forget stuff every day. Every day. The new normal. (laughs) Ah, We we should revisit
0: the new normal again. Yeah. Just constantly spitting. Yep never going to be able to do anything successfully again sorry about your new life
1: (laughs) sorry about your new life is that like a a new a new parenting book that's going to come out for sorry about your new life (laughs) well you're
0: doing a horrible job just like the rest of us mom
1: you are The greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. I love you. We have a jumbotron this week. Woo! This message is for Catherine Preble, and it's from. Katrina H, Aaron I, Leanne D, Meredith P, Sarah K, Paula, Ariel, Aaron G, Christina M, Catherine L, and Gail B.
0: That is a party right there. Yeah.
1: A birthday party, perhaps?
0: Perhaps. Let's see what their message is. Catherine, we secretly got together to wish you a very happy birthday on this Jumbotron. We wanted you to know how special you are to us. We count on you to make the group and subgroups more interesting. All of the broiled grapefruits and brownies for you. We love you. Love your friends and the best Facebook groups on earth. And from us, too. Happy birthday, Catherine. <laughs> well, uh, we didn't have a guest today. You know, so we monopolize the time talking about the emotional needs of our children that we may or may not be meeting successfully. <laughs> I I can tell if I am when they aren't screaming mm-hmm. I've somehow emotionally met their needs. Yeah. I'm winning at that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh so we're gonna move on to the guest that we love the most of all, and that is you. A mom having a breakdown.
4: Hi, one bad mother. This is a rant. My husband's job means that we live 3,000 miles away from our friends and family. And it also means that he's not home from work every night. And tomorrow is my birthday. And, of course, the toddler doesn't care. He doesn't know tomorrow is my birthday. And he's just going to throw his food on the floor and be aggressive with our new kitten and spit in my face and get a cold. And... I just want to sit down with a hard cider and have someone here know that it's my birthday tomorrow and maybe even see my husband. And I just feel like that's not too much to ask, and I want the universe to give it to me. I do have the dishwasher and the laundry going, though, so at least I feel like I'm getting something done. All right, thanks for letting me rant. I love you guys. Bye.
0: Birthdays are the fucking worst. Yeah. I mean, when you... With little kids. I yeah, mean, it's like,
4: really it's, like, such a thing
0: that, like, just go. We talked about it before on the show. Yeah. It just goes by the wayside right away. Yep. It just becomes, like, not the top priority. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... I, And it feels like weird to demand it to be a top priority. And it, you know, and because like life just happens and there's just, you can't always celebrate it the day that you want to. And usually you feel like you're the one who has to put a lot of effort into your own birthday. And like, like, it just, it just becomes like a weird, a weird thing that happens in your life suddenly. And it is really hard. And like, I related so much to her when she was like, I just want somebody to know it's my birthday. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to... This is just not how I want to be spending my birthday. Yeah.
1: Um, And you're... Being 3,000 miles away from your friends and family is really... That just is such an added layer. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you can't even Disappointment about, you know, you can't celebrate the way you want to celebrate. and
0: That's right. And I think there's something about birthdays that like is one of those things you want to be able to sell. You want to do it exactly right. Mm-hmm. Because it should be this one normal thing that happens in your life after you you go through all these changes with kids and things feel so out of control. I think there's this weird importance of, I need this birthday to be a birthday. I need yeah. it to be this thing that resembles yeah. every other birthday before it somehow. We all know how this is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Everybody says happy birthday. There's a cake or a nice dinner or, like, whatever. Again, more people saying happy birthday. Maybe weird balloons show up. I don't know. Uh, Depends on if you're working in an office or not. (laughs) Uh, Again, more opportunities for cake. There are some presents. Somebody sings. Everybody tells you that they love you. And your birthday is done, right? Like, that is... Those are the elements that are supposed to happen on your birthday, and lots of times they, it just doesn't, yeah. with or without kids. And uh, it's really, I don't know, it is a re- it's an expectation that I feel we deserve to have met, mm-hmm. and it sucks when we can't meet it. Mm-hmm. And I am sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry too. That is really hard. You are doing
1: a really good job. You're doing an amazing job.
0: Uh, Teresa, yeah. what did we learn today? <laughs> that I
1: am emotionally crippled from having children? <laughs> I feel like I feel like we did some purging today, a little I, bit. Yeah. Like, it feels good to just talk about it, for me. Yeah. Because it is, like, it's that nobody gives a shit thing, where it's yeah. just day in and day out. This is what we're dealing with right now in our homes and yeah. out in the world, and this is, this is, it's hard every day, and it's it's really draining and it is kind of a big deal like to us but like but yet there isn't like that much to really report like (laughs) I'm not gonna like call you know I don't know who I like call up to be like well Oscar had a tantrum like all more. I mean no one wants to hear about your tantrum I mean that's like there's something yeah it's like well yeah you have a two
0: year old so you purposely don't call people when your kid's having a tantrum right you know what I mean it's not like yeah it's not that they want to hear about you know the thing they did at school or the new word or yeah, the new or funny yeah or something <laughs> funny uh
1: yeah no one no one gives a shit our kids need to have funnier tantrums so oh, that we can like report on them that would be great as funny stories bring your tantrum
0: a game yeah. ellis i'm gonna need you to up it come on yeah more physical comedy <laughs> and less physical harming yourself because what you're doing now is not very funny no, I think you're right. I think it, this just is a, a whole show that is a reminder that this is really hard. Yeah. And no one really may give a shit. <laughs> and uh, that's actually not okay. <laughs> uh, and that we should just really be nice to people yeah. all the time. Yeah. Because it may not be your two-and-a-half-year-old. It might be your three-year-old. It might be your one-year-old. It might be your eight-year-old. Whatever. They're, kids are very difficult. They are really draining on you.
3: We are, everybody is lucky
0: that people with kids are not running around punching other adults just in the face for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, I want fucking plastic. Boom. You know what I mean? Like we are The fact that we function, even as a, a, a society at all, is remarkable. Uh, so everybody, the big takeaway is you are really doing a great job. Just get through this. You can fix it when they're five, I think. (laughs) I'm hoping. Speaking of doing a good job, we have a couple of meetups uh, this week that we want to tell you about. Uh, The first is One Bad Parents are hosting a Triangle Area North Carolina meetup. July 23rd at noon in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. All one-bed people and kids welcome and encouraged. Bring your own lunch and snacks. For more information about the location, uh, those interested can check out the OBM-NC subgroup on Facebook. So just search for that on Facebook. Uh, the One Bad Parents and Nannies of the D.C. metro area, we're just reminding you guys, will be holding a kid-free brunch on Saturday, July 9th at 10.30 a.m. Those interested uh, in attending or who want more information can join the One Bad Mother D.C. Facebook page and read about the event posted there. Reservations are going to be needed, so please make sure you join the group and RSVP. Finally, we've got a meetup scheduled in Kansas City, Missouri, on Sunday, July 10th at 11 a.m. at Penguin Park. People can join the one. Sorry, people can join the OBM Kansas City subgroup if they would like additional info. Good job getting together and hanging out with parents and nannies who are, I don't know, living the one bad parent lifestyle of. Less judging, more laughing, and just want to be around somebody who doesn't care that your kid's having a tantrum in the middle of the park. Uh, good job.
1: Yeah, great job, guys.
0: Really? Keep it up. Yeah. Uh Other things that uh, you can do to support the One Bad Mother community uh, and the show is you can uh, find our public or private Facebook group and join. You can follow us on Twitter at mothers that's got an S on the end, or at Teresa Thorne or at Biz Ellis. Uh, You can go over to iTunes and like us and write a review. That's really helpful in, I don't know, making the iTunes universe. Find us a show that is important to the world. You got to get liked to get
1: important, guys. You can get a weekly affirmation from us. We'll tell you what a good job you're doing in an email with a link to the new show that week. Um, all you have to do is go to MaximumFun.org, click on One Bad Mother, and the link to our mailing list is in every episode post there. Um, and you should be sure to uh, send us an email if you have an idea for a guest or a show topic. We are at one mother at MaximumFun.org. You can also purchase a personal or commercial message on the show, just like you heard earlier on in this very episode. Uh, Just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Everybody, you guys are doing a remarkable job. We are
0: like almost to the halfway mark of summer. Okay. We're almost there, guys. All kind of exciting things on the horizon for some sense of normalcy coming at us. In like a month and a half, give or take, depending on your school system, and when they feel it's important to put kids back in school. Uh, So, everybody, you are doing a really great job. Yeah, you are. Teresa? Yes. You are doing a great job, and it is so nice to be back in this booth with you.
1: Thanks, Biz. You're doing an awesome job, too, and I'm so glad you're home. Thank
0: you. Thank you. And we're not going to talk to you guys next week because right. we are taking a
1: little summer vacation yep. for the 4th of July holiday. And this is actually our last week with our amazingly wonderful audio engineer, Iberian X. Perello, who is the production fellow at Maximum Fun. Um, and he's been running the boards for us for almost a year. Yeah,
0: his very first episode to sit in uh-huh. was Miscarriage. Oh,
3: <laughs> Um, Uh, At which point We were like,
0: welcome To one bad mother And we didn't break him then And uh, I will be very sad To see him go Yeah, he's Uh, the best We're totally gonna miss him So thank you, Ibarian X Thank you We will talk to you guys In two weeks Bye
3: Bye. I got to load down Mama Blue, got slow down, Mama Blue. Got slow down, Mama Blue. slow down, Mama Blue. Got slow down,
4: Mama Blue. Got a low down,
3: Mama Blue. You know that right.
0: If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, daddy, baby, by, not down Mama Blue. Oh, said daddy,
2: baby, by, down Mama Blue. maximumfun.org Comedy
3: and Culture